Thank you for listening to Preaching the Word with Nathan Deitch. Thank you again for joining me on the mysteries of God's Word. Today, we are diving into the flood. It is the great deluge described in the Bible. We're going to go through Genesis chapter 7, verse 6, through the end of that chapter. And starting at verse 6, we read that Noah was 600 years old when the flood of the waters came upon the earth. And Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives were with him. They went into the ark to escape the waters of the flood. Of clean animals, of animals that are not clean, of birds, and of everything that creeps on the ground, two and two, male and female, they had gone into the ark with Noah as God had commanded Noah. And after seven days, the waters of the flood came on the earth. In those four passages that begin the scripture in describing the flood of Noah, we see that Noah and his family had gone into the ark to prepare for their journey when God told them to do so seven days prior to the flood. And although they continued to spend time outside the ark over those seven days, Undoubtedly, Noah and his family worked with the animals as they came to the ark. However, the animals didn't need help being herded into the ark. They walked right into the ark. Just to again clarify those categories of clean, unclean animals and how they came, there were seven pair of each clean animal. There was one pair of each unclean animal. There were seven pairs of animals that could fly. And there was one pair of things that could creep on the ground. And each pair came two by two onto the ark of their own accord. It says in verse 8 that they went into the ark with Noah as God commanded Noah. So as we learned last week, God gave these animals an instinctual need to flee this oncoming danger and migrated them directly into the Ark of Noah. And verse 11 reads, In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, on the 17th day of the month, on that day, all the fountains of the great deep burst forth, and the windows of heaven were opened, and rain fell upon the earth forty days and forty nights. Let's pause there because in those two verses are a great deal of information. We're told the specific year of Noah's life, the specific month of Noah's life, and the specific day of Noah's life in which this happens. And the calendar system of Noah's day is unknown, but it would appear that one month is equal to 30 days. The year, month, and day are given for us to know the length of the flood and the time spent on the ark. The flood began on the second month, 17th day of the month. And it says, all the fountains of the great deep burst forth. The language here that's used strongly implies water that came from underneath 
the earth's crust. And the earth's crust burst open and water shot up through the crust of the earth to the earth's surface. It's believed by many creation scientists that the great oceanic ridges are in fact scars from when the earth's crust opened up and the fountains of the great deep burst forth. Also, supervolcanoes were erupting underneath these floodwaters from massive plate tectonic shifts and continental drift. Scripture tells us that the water continued to prevail on the earth for 150 days. That's five months. On the 150th day, the fountains of the great deep, which we are reading about, and the windows of the heavens were closed. Therefore, we can assume that someday after the 40 days and 40 nights of constant, steady rain, and somewhere before the 150 days, when God shut everything off, the flood would have reached a maximum height, a stage of total global flooding. And it says the windows of the heavens were opened. This is primarily a reference to the canopy of water that surrounded and protected the earth prior to the flood. While it did include rain from massive storm clouds, that was not the main source. The water that was above the earth's atmosphere, that we read about in Genesis 1, 6, and 7, came down. The canopy of water that once protected the earth from the ultraviolet rays of the sun was now taken down. In addition, the fountains of the great deep that had shot up were bursting forth to the point that they would shoot upward into the earth's upper atmosphere, creating even more torrential rain as it would come back down. And verse 12 says, Rain fell upon the earth forty days and forty nights. Now again, for clarification, we learned that it was actually five months before all of the water, all of the rain, all of the fountains of the great deep were completely shut down. But for those first 40 days and 40 nights, it was constant rain. That's why it specifically says 40 days and 40 nights. It rained constantly, all day, all night. And in verse 13 through 16, we read again that on that day when the flood came, on that very same day, Noah and his family and all of the animals came on the ark. And significantly in verse 16, and it says, And those that entered, male and female, of all flesh went in, as God commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. So Noah didn't shut that large door of the ark. The Lord did. We see that the safety and salvation of Noah didn't depend on him, but it depended upon the Lord God Almighty. This demonstrates God's role as our Father, as well as his role as our Savior. And it also highlights God's special relationship with Noah. In verse 17, we see that the flood continued 40 days on the earth, that the waters increased, they bore up the ark, and that it rose high above the earth. The waters prevailed and increased greatly on the earth, it says, and the ark 
floated on the face of the waters. And the waters prevailed so mightily on the earth that all the high mountains under the whole heavens were covered. Now this note that the flood continued for 40 days on the earth is just describing the initial flooding stage. As water was gushing up from under the surface of the earth and the torrential rains were coming down from the skies. At the end of those 40 days, water covered the earth's highest places by over 20 feet. The massive downpour from the sky didn't simply come from the clouds, it came from those fountains of the great deep, that water that was under the earth's crust. In addition to the windows of heaven, that water that was above the earth's atmosphere. In verse 21, we learn that all flesh died that moved on the earth. Birds, livestock, beasts, all the swarming creatures that swarmed on the earth, and all mankind. Everything on the dry land and whose nostrils was the breath of life died. He blotted out every living thing that was on the face of the ground, man and animals and creeping things and the birds of the heavens. They were blotted out from the earth. Only Noah was left and those who were with him on the ark. And the waters prevailed on the earth for 150 days. This language that's used from verse 21 through 23 repeatedly speaks of a complete global flood, a total annihilation of everything and anything that lived on the dry ground of the earth. Only marine animals would have survived. Only Noah was left and those who were with him on the ark. It leaves no room for any other survivors on earth. If the description of water covering the highest mountain wasn't enough for us, this deliberate, repeated description of everything being destroyed on dry ground leaves no room for discussion or debate for a local flood. As the Apostle Peter puts it, the flood brought the whole world to an end. In 2 Peter 2.5, Peter says, If he did not spare the ancient world, but preserved Noah, a herald of righteousness with seven others, when he brought a flood upon the world of the ungodly. And then again, Peter mentions the flood in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 6. He said, By that means, the means of the flood, of these, the world that then existed was deluged with water and perished. So the entire world that used to be, that God had created, was destroyed. The global flood of Noah prefigures the final judgment of God upon the earth when God will come and destroy this universe and bring in a new heavens and a new earth. And in verse 24, we learn that the waters prevailed on the earth 150 days. These 150 days included the 40 days of constant rain. As we said before, for 150 days, the waters continued to be over the entire face of the earth. And between day 40 and day 150 would be considered the primary flooding stage 
of the earth. The fountains of the great deep would have continued to drain out, and torrential rainstorms would have been more periodic during these days, not constant, and the water would have finally risen at some time to its highest level between day 40 and day 150. Join us next week when God remembers Noah on the ark and the waters begin to subside. Thank you for joining me, and God bless you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understandings. Thank you.